This is COVID-19 Seattle. I'm Dave Ross. And I'm Aaron Granillo. Let's begin today's podcast by clearing something up. That quarantine order for people flying in from Washington state to the East Coast, well, Governor Jay Inslee says, never mind. We've been informed that Washington state was erroneously included in a list of states uh, where uh, New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut would require travelers to quarantine. And so we've been told to expect that to be uh, corrected shortly. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo said yesterday Washington was on a list of states that have high infection rates. Their residents would have to quarantine for 14 days if they traveled to New York. They have now Walked that back. Dave, you can book your flight and go see your family now. Dang, now I have no excuse not to visit my relatives. <laughs> okay, here's another big whoops. It looks like the federal government sent coronavirus stimulus payments to more than a million dead people. A congressional watchdog report says the payments totaled nearly $1.4 billion. The payments were part of that massive $3 trillion relief package approved by Congress back in March What went wrong, Dave? Nothing went wrong. This is one of those non-scandal stories. Mm. Here's the thing. People are mortal and they die. So when the IRS doesn't get the, uh, the Treasury Department doesn't get the death records in time, they send the checks out to dead people. But where does those checks go? They go to the survivors, which they would have gone to anyway. And since the whole point of this thing was to stimulate the economy, those survivors should keep the money and spend it as their dead relative would have to make them return it. I mean, they have the option of returning it if they're having pangs of conscience, but that would be stupid because the whole idea is to stimulate the economy. So uh, I was I was surprised at the Washington Post headline. I thought it was silly. And by the way, the IRS right now does not currently have any plans to recoup those payments. Uh, but there is some relevance here. I mean, this this comes as President Trump and some members of his administration are reportedly advocating for another round of stimulus checks. Uh, and I think I think you're right, Dave. I don't think this mistake will um, ultimately end up be the deciding factor as to whether we do see a round of another. Uh, well, that would be silly. If you use this as, a, as an excuse not to pass another round of stimulus, you're just hurting people who don't deserve to be hurt. I'm pretty sure that the people who are getting the stimulus checks, their families are probably in the same economic circumstances as their now deceased relatives. And if the timeline had been moved up a few months, if Congress had been faster to send out those checks, they would have gone to the living relative who would have then died and passed it on to the heirs. So, like I say, if it's a stimulus check, get it out into the economy. That's the whole point. Right. And just one more note, one and a half billion dollars that was paid out sounds like a lot. It is, but it is only a fraction of what the government paid out. That totaled nearly $270 billion. Washington's colleges and universities have the go-ahead to bring many more students and staff onto campus this fall. Governor Jay Inslee says each school will work out its exact plan in the coming weeks. No matter what happens to the spread of the virus, we know that students and faculty and staff should know that their return to campus won't be in the usual situation. University of Washington President Anna Marie Kausay says large lecture halls will be closed and talks will be delivered online. But student housing and dining will be open, but with changes. Reducing density in our lounges. Many of our UW dining facilities are going to have greatly reduced seating with heavy emphasis on meals that can be plated and taken away. UW housing will operate at reduced capacity with sororities and fraternities also reducing their number of beds by 50 percent. The larger state health guidelines include designating isolated places on campus where six students can quarantine and recover and watching for symptoms in dormitory residents. 
Kelsey says young people, of course, are at the same risk of the virus as anyone else. They are less likely to die, but we don't know the long-term impact of the disease quite yet either. And of course, they could spread the coronavirus to more vulnerable parts of the community. Kelsey also talked about creating a cultural shift on campus, which would include, perhaps, an honor code where students would be compelled to report on each other for behavior that could spread the virus. If someone does start getting out of line, the peer group would come and say, that's not okay, this isn't the way we do things at the UW, she said. We have left nothing unturned. This is the, uh, you know, if you see if you see something, say right. something mentality. Yeah, or if you don't see something, say something, in the case of uh, people not wearing their masks. I don't know. What's what's the vibe among college students today? Are they into shaming? Uh, I've been out of college for more than a decade now. Um, yes. I'm going to say yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, if, if, if colleges are willing to boycott speeches by people they don't agree with, uh, yes. I would think they'd have no trouble shaming people who fail to wear masks. Although I do think it depends what part of the country you go to college to, though. So yeah. you know, politics are a play in college campuses, too. Major League Baseball owners and players have finally reached an agreement. They'll begin the 2020 season Sometime next month, CBS's Steve Futterman breaks down what this shortened season will look like. Opening day is set to take place on either July 23rd or 24th. It will be a 60-game schedule. Players will report to their training camps on July 1st. There will be some major rule changes. The National League, for the first time, will have a designated hitter, and extra innings will start with a runner at second base. Right now, the plans call for 10 teams to advance to the postseason, but that could be increased. It will be the shortest baseball season since 1878. And, of course, no fans in the stands. You know what else I saw, by the way, is there is no spitting or high fives allowed. Like we we're bearing the lead here. I didn't extra innings. They start at second base, yeah. and the <laughs> National League is allowing DHs. Yeah. So the the whole second base thing that was already in talks, uh, you know, in previous seasons because they want to speed up the pace of the game. Yeah. Um. So you know, the whole theory is if you already have a runner on base, you have a better chance of scoring quicker. So they want to end the game faster. It's a shortened season. They're trying to make it even shorter. You know. <laughs> <laughs> right. That doesn't make any sense to me, though, Aaron. Doesn't that betray the whole spirit of the game? Is you got you got to earn your way on base. You don't just get stuck there. Yeah, I don't know. You're a purist, I guess. Um, I don't know. I know there's a lot of debate there. Yeah, I know you're 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 fudging with you know history there because exactly the numbers are sacred in baseball. You can get away with anything during a pandemic, I guess. Right. But here's the real lead. This all comes as Seattle Mariners have tested positive for COVID-19. With the cases popping up, especially in some of the hot spots around the country, we have had a few players test positive, and right now they're asymptomatic. They feel great. That's General Manager Jerry Depoto. He says the team is now working with the governor's office, the mayor, and King County to get clearance to work out at T-Mobile Park. Players are expected to start arriving in Seattle this Saturday. They'll go through COVID testing at the ballpark and into self-quarantine until the results come back. Okay, so this is obviously not going to be a normal season. Whoever wins the World Series, they'll have a giant asterisk next to their banner. Right. Um, But this is going to be memorable. I mean, this is going to be a season nobody ever forgets. You know, even below average teams, perhaps even some in the Pacific Northwest, they can get hot for a few weeks. And You're saying this is our chance? <laughs> this, That's is, what this is the Mariners' chance, the abbreviated season, the asterisk season. We could go all the way? You know, 
I had this question for Sully in the newsroom. So if the Mariners do end their playoff drought this season, is that legitimate? And I don't know the answer. I would say yes. I I would say it would be exactly what would happen to the Mariners the one time they get hot. Mm -hmm. There's no fans in the stands. (laughs) How fitting. How fitting. Okay. I like baseball, of course. We know you're itching to get back to the theater. Yes. Uh, Did you happen to see this opera house performance in Barcelona? There's a string quartet playing to a packed audience of more than 2,000 houseplants. How's that for you, Dave? That's some that's some sweet music. Did the did the plants respond? I don't know, but did, I, you've probably did the blossoms seen turn to face the stage. You know there are studies out there, right, that show oh, if yeah. you're if you're nice to your plants, they'll they'll bloom, and if you're mean to them, they die. No, I know that. I mean, I remember the whole talking to your plants right. phase. I figured that was because of the extra carbon dioxide emitted by your mouth as you as you sidled up to a blossom. But uh, well, I'm I'm glad they're doing something. Are the plants paying for the performance? I mean, I doubt it. No. But uh, it was a breath of fresh air. There you have it. <laughs> well, I guess whatever works. But uh, I hope they figure out a way to bring audiences back because, man, I mean, how much TV can one person watch? We will be back tomorrow and every day after with a 10-minute rundown of the daily local news. You can subscribe to this podcast. You can also find our news coverage on MyNorthwest.com or listen live at 97.3 FM.